When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are into the 4 o'clock hour here, My Talkers. Thanks so much for joining us. Lori and Julia, getting us to the weekend here on My Talk 1071. Thank you so much. Do we have our friend Shaletta on the we line? We absolutely do. Shaletta! Hey, Shaletta. Hey, ladies. How are y'all doing? We're good. Well, we're doing good. Um, we're like... Um, Following Twitter right now to see if Elizabeth Holmes is going to get any jail time or not for her fraudulent ways. Girl, mm. that story fascinated me. I, I must have watched and read oh. everything I could about this woman who came out of nowhere, right. who got these men to invest all these millions of dollars, like Warren Buffett and guys who yeah. should have known better. Yeah. And and she was just selling air. She didn't even have a prototype to show these people. That's the amazing thing. I couldn't even get a book published without a manuscript. How did she get them to invest millions of dollars in a product that she did not even show them? Did, were you wearing a black turtleneck in your sales pictures, Shaletta? <laughs> Girl, that, that was that's what I was missing. That's I had what I was missing. I had too many damn colors. It, it, is, on my black. it is amazing. I mean, Julia watched the, the series with Amanda Seyfried, the Hulu show. Mm-hmm. It's good. She's good. Oh. She's good. I, I haven't seen that, but I saw all the stuff in real time, the 60-minute story. Yes. You know, but I have been following, you know, that story the whole time. But what amazed me was that, I mean, that was it didn't even, like, come out good and then go bad. It was bad from the start. They had this whole big campus set up, and they weren't even making the product. I know, right? I just, <laughs> it was it's crazy. kind of like cryptocurrency. I always felt like that was just a bunch of hooey because what's behind it. And I thought, who are these people that? think that can't they you know like it's simple math right i just i just never i just never liked the money that i couldn't put my hands on and i don't know about you ladies but you know i did have some people approach me about that cryptocurrency and say you need to get in on the ground floor and it's going to take off and it's going to be the new way that they're doing things and even even some of the people i do business with like camping world they started taking cryptocurrency as payment You know, these companies had started setting up for cryptocurrency to be the next big thing. Yeah, I was planning on not being here any longer if cryptocurrency was (laughs) the way of going. Give me cold, hard cash. She's so silly. And there was no regulation. I'm like, who's regulating this? I was like, you got to stay up 24 hours to keep up with the cycle of what this stuff is worth. And there's no government regulation. You could wake up one morning and be a billionaire and wake up the next morning and be in bankruptcy. Yeah, exactly. Although my 
my numbers didn't come in on this last round. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, we tried. Speaking of like staying up, uh, one of the things that that you do, uh, Shaletta, is that you do you do good things, and you are always coming up mm. with ideas about how to help people who need help. And um, we heard about uh, that you're looking to. Um, you're a member of Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church, and of course, you founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh, and you're doing so many great things together. But tell us about what you're trying to do for Thanksgiving for people well, and how ladies, we can help. Well, the church that I'm a member of, and y'all know because that's the church where I got married, it's over in North Minneapolis. It's a food desert. It's an underserved community, and the people there are hurting. You know, they have more bills at the end of the month than money. Mm-hmm. And so my church was inundated with requests this year for Thanksgiving baskets. They passed out Thanksgiving baskets for 13, 14 years in a row. But this year was different. They had 350 people, families, wow, come to the church, call the church, send notes and letters and emails and Facebook posts and Twitter messages and say, we need help. We're not going to have a meal for Thanksgiving, a traditional meal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's strapped right now, including the churches. And so um, I went to my friends at Hy-Vee and said, can y'all give us a discount on some turkeys? Mm-hmm. Um, and they said yes. But I-, I wanted to do more than that, ladies, because, you know, you see this all the time where the rappers and entertainers are, give out frozen turkeys. I'm like, and I've always seen that, and I always thought, well, what are they going to eat with it? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, just go have this big dry bird at the house. What about the dressing and the, the stuffing and the potato salad and the green beans and yeah. the gravy and the rolls? And so, you know, I just started reaching out to some of the people um, that I work with in the community, like United Healthcare and Comcast and General Mills and Target. And I was like, guys, we need some help. I need rolls. I need gravy. I need bread. I need rice. I need stuffing. And so people started making donations, the members of the church up their giving, and we got enough money and supplies and food to donate 350 complete Thanksgiving meals to families in that community. So tonight at 6 o'clock, I'm going to go over to North Minneapolis. We're going to put all the boxes out on the chairs at the church. We're going to get some pizza. We're going to play some music. And we're going to stuff these baskets full of goodies. And then tomorrow, members of the community are going to come by the church in the morning and pick up these baskets for their families. Good for you. You're so amazing. We're going to grow up we, and be like you. Yeah, right. Girl, well, you know what? I thought about it last night because I knew we were going to be talking, and I thought about my grandmother. And when I was a little girl in Fifth Ward in Houston, my grandmother would go in there with the ladies of the church. They would call them the church mothers, mm-hmm. and they would cook for like two or three days. And back then they would have the plates, you know, with the foil on right. it. And people would line up, and they would pass out hot meals, mm-hmm. you know, on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And, you know, the people would sit in the church, or they would take them back home with their families, and everybody got a meal. And she would cook y'all until her ankles were swollen. Yeah. And she wow. would put her support holes on, honey. And she'd still it. be cooking. You remember those old lady had a little oh, yeah. knot on oh, the yeah. side? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's for my varicose veins, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
you know, that's just carrying on the tradition. And, you know, whenever I'm out in community, I have my kids with me because yeah. I need them to understand that service is the debt they pay to breathe. So I don't ever go anywhere without them. And, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going to be a long night. Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of work. But you can't just keep sucking up air and living in this world and not do something for somebody else, especially during this time of year. So the kids are going to be there with me, whether we stuffing, you know, carbon monoxide detectors and passing right. them out or we're doing this Thanksgiving basket. I need them to be a part of it so that, you know, they can hand out that legacy of service and giving that I got from my grandmother. Well, that is that that's is so wonderful. wonderful. And I'm like 350 uh, meals, that's for 350 families, that's, that's really incredible and good for you for getting out there and asking, you know, having... You know, community partners that have money, like a General Mills, a Target, and right, Heidi. you know, yes. to help you out. And I love that they uh, step up to it, and they know that they can trust that you'll do it right. Well, girl, you know, I think they're scared to say no because <laughs> I, they don't want to smoke in their life. Okay? I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh, Shaletta, always great to talk to you. If you want to check out everything that Shaletta is doing, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. We're going to keep following you on Twitter as long as it's still breathing. Girl, okay, because it could be gone right now. We on the phone. We don't know. It, it might it might be gone right now. But I just have to say that, you know, this Thanksgiving, I'm looking around at the people I'm thankful for. And mm-hmm. I always pray for the folks that bless me. And you two ladies have always um, been a blessing. And I'm always so thankful and grateful for you because you always shine a spotlight on, you know, good things that are happening in the community. And, you know, when black and brown women don't have a voice, mm-hmm. you always make sure that we're able to tell our stories. And this was long before we had podcasts, right. and social media, yes. and, you know, other avenues to get the word out about what we're doing in community. Y'all will always go looking for women who don't look like you and open up the radio station and say, here's the microphone, tell your story, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why so many black women love y'all. Tasha oh, English so and, and so many other sisters that I yeah. know just love, love, love you because you love on all women. Thank oh, you. And, and they Thank you me so lot. much. We do. We Thanks. try. We really we do, do try. We do try, Shaletta. Thank you. You do. Mm-hmm. It's time you do. for you that. Don't try. You don't try. You do. You it's time for that fabulous segment, Julia's Random Thoughts. <laughs> oh, Julia, that means she, she's saying goodbye to you, We're Shaletta. We're so out of time, honey. <laughs> I love you. I love, we you, love I you. love you. Good luck and thanks for keep doing everything you do in our community. All right. Love you, lady. Okay. All right. Thanks, Shaletta. Listen, we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. Have you ever... First of all, we have breaking news. Elizabeth Holmes a.k.a. the Theranos lady, mm-hmm. um, was just sentenced to what, Laurie? 11 years. I can't believe they sent a white-collar criminal to jail. It was white. Well, they did it to uh, Martha Stewart. Yes. She gets 11 years. She has to surrender in April, and they rejected her request for serving everything at home. She's visibly pregnant, blah, blah, blah. People are very happy, and they're wondering if that uh, crypto guy is going to never get out of jail. Right. Is he in jail? No, no. They're just. We're wondering, Mm -hmm. is there justice? Well, all right, there. Yeah. And Elizabeth Holmes apparently is crying and very upset, of course. Has one one. Yeah, she's got like a one year old. She's going to have another kid. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah. 11 years. All right. Well, here who's having the best day ever is uh, the best six months. The gentleman that caught the 60-second home run that Aaron Judge hit, Judd hit from the New York Navy. Oh, yeah, Yankees. yeah, yeah. So the opening bid, he, he's been offered, he turned down a $3 million bid for oh. someone to buy the baseball from him, and he turned this down. He thinks he can get more. It's going to start. It's going to go on the market. When is it going on the market, Mike? Like this weekend? Mm, yes, I believe it was this weekend. It's going to start the auction. Bidding opens, oh, November 29th oh, November, okay. through December 12th. Mm-hmm. And so um, the thing about this is that unlike bats and jerseys, which players and teams technically own, the ball is the ball. Yeah. Whoever yeah. ends up with the ball gets Love the it. ball. Remember how mad we got that that guy got pressured to give that ball back? To give back, the ball back. And he gave it back? I, I know. I said, hell no. I, you don't want to that's do like that. Some security for your family. Absolutely, yes. yes. And that's the thing is teams would always try to take almost take advantage of people because what they would do is they'd pull them off to the side and be like, hey, we're going to give you free tickets for the next year's playoffs and here's a bat and here's some signed stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's worth about $1,500, but this ball is going to be life-changing. It's going to be millions. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Oh. The last that's ball that sold was for $3 million, but it was a long time ago and it was... Mark, somebody who hit it far. Mark McGuire. That Thank was you. The, yep, yep. That was back when he was the the record holder. And again, the reason why this sixty two number is so big for this ball is because the everyone that hit more home runs in this season, they've all been caught up in the steroid situation and the steroid right. era. This so is, a lot of people have discredited. This is the, a real. This yes. is this what is people are claiming player. is a yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I love it. I absolutely love yep. that. This is a big deal. All right. So if you want to write songs, and I wrote one song once. Rocco wrote us a sea shanty. He, and he wrote a song for the movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, Rocco, if you're listening, mm-hmm. according to Toby Keith, who is a prolific songwriter and is has he? 30 number one hits, mm-hmm. he said, over three decades, he said, if you want to write a song, and, uh, and Dolly Parton does this, write a song a day. You got to write a song a day. Don't get lazy. Um, he said he had to write 200 songs before he even got his first good one. Well, Dolly's the most published songwriter. In yeah, and she history. gets up at 4 a.m. every day and writes a song. Wow, wow. I mean, isn't that something? But you really, it takes a lot of work. So if you're thinking that, hmm, maybe I'll be Thank you for the very songwriter. helpful songwriting tip. I'm here to please. Mm-hmm. I am here to help you uh, know that. Do you have a sound... That you absolutely can't stand in hearing besides my voice right now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's your. We've got my a voice strong is a, nasal going. Isn't on. it fun? <laughs> you know what? I, the sound... I regressed last night with my. Uh, Julia, my you're infectious. I mean, y- y- there's no doubt about it. You're not all the way better yet. You and know? last People night, people should keep an arm's length away from you. They like do. Me. I'm two arm lengths. Lori's like three. Yeah. Lori's like three. Um, the only sound that I like really, like when uh, they do a sound check and it does that, <gasps> oh, that sure. sound. Sometimes it happens in our ears. That I yes. really, really, Here, I mean, really hate that usually, sound. Usually yeah, all these sounds you hate would happen in our ears. And I say that bright blonde thing. Sometimes it happens in her ears. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, but I but don't like no, that. Like it'll happen like at a. In a class, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll turn on the speaker. It happens here sometimes. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. The ch- everyone says the chalkboard thing. For me, it's always the um, the dry erase markers that squeak and kind of Ooh. whatever that I can't stand. Yeah, that. I, I wonder if it even. I I've been across heard of chalkboard, chalkboard and chalk and, yeah, mm-hmm. a very long time. But yeah, that's yes. a bad sound. Yes, loud um, talking. 
Eh. Yeah. Don't go over this list. This was on the machine, and I've already heard this like, right. several times All today. right. I hate you right now. <laughs> Here's something disturbing. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures. He can roll with it, Chris. I don't care. Yeah. I, listen, I have worked. We're, we're sisters. Mm-hmm. We've said way worse. Um, okay, so this disturbing video. I don't know if you guys have seen the hundreds of sheep that have been walking in a circle for 12 days in Mongolia. Have you seen this? Have you seen Julia, this? Yeah, I have. Uh, you know what? I have been remiss in looking at animal Twitter. No, because this is you saw it, Mike. I've seen it. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's yeah. it's a woman. Um, they're the farm owner and the sheep lady is Mrs. Mao. Her farm is located in northern China's China's inner Mongolia region, and the sheep began walking in circles on November fourth. She looks after these. She only has one pen. And they've been behaving yes, this I'm way. Watching, I'm looking at that. They've been marching clockwise in an early, nearly perfect circle on a farm for 12 days. That is too weird. Well, this is what they're saying. We need the Winchesters. <laughs> this is just so bizarre. It's been suggested that the sheep could be suffering from a bacterial disease known as Listerius, which is also called circling disease. Wow. Which is commonly caused by low quality S-I-L-A-G. Whatever that means. Yeah. Isn't that weird? 12 That's days. That's what it is. Listerious. Yeah. 12 days in circles. Nay. Paris Hilton's going to do a memoir. Oh, what she is? Yeah, yeah, she's going to come out next. logical. Coming out March 14th. Paris, the memoir. I really am sounding sick right now. I'm sorry. But it's going to be, it chronicles her path to peace after a rocky adolescence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her boarders, boarding school issues in Utah. And I like her. I do, too. Love I would Paris. read this. Love it. I would read that totally. Could you yell at her mom for blabbing about her uh, getting trying to get pregnant? <laughs> her, mom, her mom. Her mom and her, and her mom's sister still aren't yeah. back, in case All anyone's right. following that. What's happening on the road? So, what are you trying to say? the meaning of this all right julia kim kardashian this morning pulled a chloe and she just posted on her instagram stories she quoted i don't know if this guy's a poet or i don't know but here's the quote one thing i realized is that everything always ends up working out sometimes even better than you can imagine remember this when you feel like you're in a hard place or you feel like you're being challenged the most believe where you're headed See the bigger picture. She's so sad about Pete Davidson. <laughs> She's so sad. She doesn't it's have not another about option. Kanye, is it? This is she doesn't about... have another option. She's sad about it. Oh, geez. But don't be like Chloe no. and do you the cryptic quotes. She, you've never done that. You're Kim Kardashian. You don't need to do she that. She doesn't. She's lonely. It's the holidays. Julia, she needs a winter coat. Chris must have been busy. To let this go on. You're, this is Chloe's domain. You're to do sappy Chris quotes. must have been busy to let Kim put this crap out there yeah. in, the, in the atmosphere. It's so true. Uh, now, there's a TikToker out there who's got a um, theory that Tom Brady and Giselle's divorce, yeah, it was about football, but the other big piece of it was the, F, the FTX crypto debacle. What do you think? Did they did they have a was huge that, part in it? Well, they both endorsed it. Well, right. Both so of them. We haven't heard of, from Naomi Osaka. She endorsed it. Larry David endorsed it. Oh yeah. 
But no, I think they got divorced because she didn't. They didn't like each other anymore, honey. Because he chose his mistress football. He did, but also there's another story. I have a question though about this FTX, this cryptocurrency. Like, where were these people's advisors? Any, even a minor PR person, someone just starting out in the PR world, would be worried from a branding perspective about putting your name behind cryptocurrency. Just like as a thing, there would become, what about a lawyer? Where were their people advising these people? Did they just get offered so much money to do it? I think so. Jeez. I would have advised every one of them not to Marie. do it. Every one of them. Yeah. And I advise people around me, don't do it. Don't Marie, buy do it. You, do you have opinions? Yeah. Do you advise people? Well, I just, when it's come up, you know, I just said, oh, that just seems like too dangerous. It like, really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. I don't know. Did you ever do it? Well, the craziest thing is uh, a guy like Kevin O'Leary, who you talk about, you know, who you look to to invest, and he's right. one of the sharks, and he's handling a lot of people's money. He was one of those people that were a spokesperson for him and lost a ton of money as a result. Elizabeth Theranos, yeah. you know, she got all these people to invest in money, smart people with nothing but graphs and PowerPoints. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like if people become like... A, where is the healthy suspicion that belongs on, you know, like if if I had a, a, a famous client whose name meant something, I would have a healthy suspicion of just about everything that came across. I, know. I don't know that it's, I don't know, Lori. I don't know where their people were. Right. I don't know either. But everyone should fire their people that were on board with this crypto thing. Their agents who brought it to them. The, this guy yeah. is going down, Oh, I he, think. He, well, first of all, people have lost so much money, too. Yeah. Okay, Dakota Johnson, this is an interview. Quote, if I'd known what filming... Fifty Shades of Grey would be like, I wouldn't have done it. Really? Because that kind of made her. But we haven't heard that. It's Mm-mm. Vanity Fair. It's the next issue of Vanity Fair. She said, um, I think it was the director. The first, the, it, it wasn't the director. I think it was E.L. James. Well, this is what she said. I don't think it's a matter of regret. If I'd known at the time that that's what it was going to be like, I, like, I don't think I would have done it. It would have been like, oh, this is psychotic. Um, don't do this. So, anyway, well, it's just an in-depth yeah. Vanity Fair. Yeah, but you can. But it also kind of made her, and it gave her. It opened other opportunities up to her, and she I said, know. "I signed up to do a very different version of the film well, we ended up making." Sure, and that was, it was because the studio, the director, and the, E.L. They, James they gave the writer of the book. Too much power on the set to all change. day, every day, all day, every day, and I think that's why Charlie Hunnam left. Yeah, it was because he wanted he was rewriting it and making it different. But when you, that's why they keep you know people too many people in the soup. Yes, too many kitchens in the in the kitchen. No, too, too many, many bowls of ladles in the soup bowl. Chefs in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I like too many kitchens. Are you a menu follower? Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, I got to say this. This happened yesterday, but I got to say this kind of surprised me. Um, Jenna and Hoda were, like, talking about something, and it, and and Hoda just, like, blurted out. Jenna really surprised me, you know, when we were changing, and you didn't have any underwear on, and you told me you never wear underwear. And I got to say, and she, Jenna said, well... Uh, Why'd you say that? Well, it does make a pretty silhouette, is what she said. 
That's a lot of clothes washing. If you don't I, well, wear okay, so well, you know what I'm saying. But you could wear a panty shield. What's I'm it just going to stick to your pants. Your well, she wears dresses. I don't know. I I do not like not wearing underwear. Same. But I, I also think it's a. That goes a little, into adulthood. I know everybody goes through a thing of going commando. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's never, like a thing. I'm comfortable. It might, it might it's happen. It's a lot of clothes, clothes washing, washing is what it is, though. It's never been my thing. Yeah. And I've gone through thong and non-thong yes. periods. And comfortable thongs are fun. Yeah. I mean, they work, yeah. you know, and they're available. Yes, they are. Um, but, but yeah, I need to have a little something. Yeah, I don't like that. Because uh, again... All of the clothes washing, basically. One hundred percent. Well, you're I was just saying, if you use underwear a sh- is a purpose. It is does. A purpose for underwear. It does. It does. Do we call it a catch-all? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like a lint trap. And then, mm-hmm. what do you do if you're having your period? For God's you sakes, you wear underwear. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Cruise. I and- feel like I feel like that was because that's on TV. And weren't they in front of a live audience when that happened? That's yes. kind of a. I, I can see you and I doing that and razzing each other here, but we're not in. There's lights. You can see daylight sometimes through dresses. I guess I just. It's an old fashioned phrase. Oh, I can see daylight. You know, that's an old fashioned phrase. I just, I think it was odd. Okay, okay, Tom Cruise and Queen Elizabeth became BFFs over the That's summer. That's BS. It really it's is. It's such BS. She was she was sick and she was in Scotland. Well, um, he did go to the Royal Hins- Windsor Horse Show and he did do some stuff around the Jubilee. Well, I know, but does that mean they're BFFs? My no, goodness. He was invited to tea with Queen Elizabeth. At Windsor. She was well, very that's sweet. She was yeah. probably taken by him. He's the most charming man in the world. We've heard this forever. Yeah, well, because he wanted to land a helicopter. He probably wanted to film some kind of Mission Impossible. Right. And she already she did it for the London Olympics. Yes. In twenty twelve or fourteen or whenever they yeah. were, and she came out of the helicopters, quote unquote, for 007, mm-hmm. you know. Well, she had tea with Paddington Bear as well this that's past summer. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if that really means it. There that's you, right. Thank you. And Glenn Powell uh, the other night was telling Jimmy Kimmel about, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise is giving me skydiving lessons and race car driving lessons and all these other things. And I'm just yelling at the TV. He's trying to recur you for Scientology. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, that's all we got for Hollywood Speak. Uh, well, we've got one more hour. At some point, we got to play that pink song. We so do. Keep listening, people. And we've got up next happy hour trivia with Rocco. We're going to Stanley's bar. Okay. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.